the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. No, this isn't a wildlife sanctuary. You know what we mean. We are the Biz 1440, KYCR Golden Valley. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. The air strikes back at Houthi rebels in Yemen. These strikes were necessary and they were proportionate. And the United States ambassador to the United Nations, Linda Thomas-Greenfield there, said the strikes came only after numerous attacks by the Iran-backed Houthi rebels. Congressman Mike Gallagher says Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin should be held accountable for staying out of touch with the president for five days. American troops in the Middle East are under fire from Houthi rebels, from other Iranian proxies, and the Secretary of Defense went AWOL. Uh, which is something that a sergeant or a captain would have been fired for doing. Congressman Gallagher is keenly concerned about national security interests as he chairs the House Select Committee on China. He was interviewed this week by the Salem Radio Network, and this is SRN News. When should you start collecting your Social Security? How you answer this question will be the difference in the success or failure of your retirement. Tune in to Money Matters with Alan Mike this week. They'll be sharing Social Security tips from the basics of the program to strategies to maximize your payments. Alan Mike will help you sort out this important but often misunderstood part of your retirement income plan. Listen to Money Matters with Alan Mike, 2 p.m. Sunday on the Biz 1440, or call them at 855 231 6010. To avoid digital threats, turn on NordVPN. It's trusted by millions of users. Just visit NordVPN.com. One of the fastest VPNs on Earth will block web trackers, malicious websites, and malware-ridden downloads. It will also encrypt your Internet traffic while maintaining a smooth connection. So improve your digital privacy and protection against hackers with one simple click. Get the special deal at NordVPN.com and enjoy safer Internet daily. NordVPN. Cybersecurity built for every day. Life insurance. Why are you putting it off? Can't afford it? Too much hassle? Think you don't need it? There's lots of excuses for putting off life insurance. But if you weren't there, who would pay the mortgage and other bills? With Ethos, you could be covered in 10 minutes and boom, family protected. Ethos, fast and easy online term life insurance. Up to $2 million in coverage with no medical exam. Some policies as low as a dollar a day. Answer a few health questions and get your free quote at checkethos.com. That's check ETH. Officer Tatum here. It is critical we keep AM radio in all cars and all trucks. More than 80 million Americans depend on AM radio for news, weather, and opinions. AM is also the backbone of emergency alert systems, keeping you advised on threatening weather conditions and amber alerts. Text AM to the number 52886. Tell Congress that we need AM radio in our cars. Again, text AM to the number 52886. Standard message and data rates may apply. Portions of the following program may have been pre recorded. No! Come on, rise and shine. It's a beautiful day, isn't it? It's going to be a great year. Turn all the lights on and kill the noise. The Biz 1440 presents the best two hours of economic news and commentary. Is it safe? It's the King Banyan Show. This is a man. Your source for penetrating economic insight, razor-sharp analysis, and unflinching universal thought. The mind is a globe whirling transient nodes of thought. Everything you need to maintain clarity and stay ahead of the economic curve. Now, here's Professor King Banyan. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, The Biz 1440. Thank you so much for being with us today. Still a little, it's yeah, it's not nice out. Hopefully you're someplace warm. I'm bundled up, uh, even though I'm in a 71-degree office Uh it's not set 71 throughout the building. I just happen to be in one of the warmer corners of this of this facility. Thank goodness, because I would be I'd be in a world of hurt otherwise. Um, 
if I was in the cold spot. The building I work in Monday through Friday uh, is much colder than this one. I'm kind of dressed. I'm still dressed thinking I was going to be in that one rather than this one overlooking the river. Um, 651-289-4477. Number to call with questions and comments. Last hour, we did the inflation report and the data. Yeah, there's data out there that it, it still shows. Uh, let me let me go back and find the report itself. If you look at food prices, because I do think many people's perception of it is what's happening with food prices right now. Food index rose two-tenths percent in December as it did in November. But the index for meats, poultry, fish, and eggs rose half a percent in December, led by an 8.9% increase in the index for eggs. The index for other food at home rose one-tenth percent over the month. Index for non-alcoholic beverages rose two-tenths percent. And then, you know, some declines here and there. Uh, The food away from home index rose three-tenths percent in December after rising 0.4% in um, Away from home, uh, 4.10%. So food at home index overall over the last 12 months, 1.3%. Um, uh, the index for the, the index for food away from home was up 5.2%. Uh, that includes 5.9% at limited service restaurants, um, limited service meals, which is a nice way of saying fast food joints. But that includes everything up to and including, I believe, uh, I believe they classify. I asked this question to somebody. Um, I'll have to ask my my couple of my BLS friends, former students, about this. Panera, limited service. I'd say so, but I'm not sure how they get counted. Full service meals up four and a half percent over that period. So if you take out the core, right? As we said, if you take out all the core data, um, three point nine percent, which includes a six point two percent increase in shelter accounting for over two-thirds of the total increase in all items less food and energy index. However, you had a big increase in motor and vehicle insurance. How about you? I pay my motor, my my insurance rolls over with the calendar year. I had sticker shock last month. I got my insurance bill. It's like, oh, my gosh, look at that. I remember talking to my wife. I called the agent. And I'm like, what the heck? And, he's, and he said, yeah, I'm getting a lot of these calls, and I've known I've I've known this my insurance guy for 20 years, and it's hard for me to think that he's the issue. But uh, I, on the other hand, I was I was a little crabby about crabby about that. So inflation numbers were up over the month after the after the report release. I had played you some of uh, some of the uh, numbers that were there, but uh, after the report was released. Uh, uh, there was an interview on uh, CNBC with Tom Hanig. Tom used Thomas used Thomas Hanig. Thomas Hanig was uh, the head of the Kansas City Federal Reserve at one time. Uh, pretty sharp fellow. Uh, had this to say. I believe this is cut number five. But I think the more important information on this is that the CPI total inflation has been in the three percent or higher level since the middle of 2023. So it hasn't really become, been coming down as the Fed expected and, and, their, and their willingness to rely on the long and variable lags of monetary policy to bring it down. So they have a new dilemma. But it appears that they're uh, going to accept 3% as good enough for now. And therefore, uh, they're unlikely they're going to raise rates. They've made that very clear. And, and if you look at, you know, so if you so the core CPI number contains commodities just means it doesn't contain food and energy it includes like used new cars apparel uh medical care it's com- commodities like my we we at breakfast my wife's like go on amazon or some more vitamin c taps we need those so things like that those rates have been very easy over the last 12 months commodities less commodities less food and energy are at Two tenths percent. So non non food and energy goods flat over you know over the entire year. However, shelter then they're complaining about shelter, but you know shelter shelter is is a big part of that. Shel- services less energy up five point energy services up five point three percent. 
Yes, shelter is a big component of it. But transportation services were up 9.7% in the last year. It's hard for me to figure out how many times people want to wave hands before they finally say that the inflation is not there. So I do the inflation isn't there. So I agree with with uh, uh, former President Hennig that uh, that that there's an issue here. Let's con- let's continue. He had more comments. Cut number six. So uh, I think um, they have some challenges ahead of it. And if I can say one other thing, they have um, they're shrinking their balance sheet. Uh, as this takes place, and that means there'll be upward pressure on interest rates if this continues, especially as the government has to issue enormously uh, larger amounts of new debt. Uh-huh. Uh, that kind of pressure will then, uh, I think, put pressure on the Fed to uh, stop quantitative tightening in the middle of this. So they're in a, they're in a tough position. Did you hear the uh-huh in the middle of that? It was almost like that was a bit of a realization to them. It was a little bit of a realization to them. So I'm going to repeat a couple cuts from from uh, El Arian because we're coming to we're we're coming to the point where where the Fed meetings on the 31st, 30th, 31st. So we have we have one more week of of Fed presidents and and and, and governors going out and giving statements, that will come to an end soon, right? That comes to an end in a week. So I can promise you that when I send cuts for uh, for Spencer to poll for next week's show, it'll be Federal Reserve President and Governor Heavy because all of them are going to be at the microphones. In fact, I'll pull up uh, during the break. I didn't look. How many speeches are, are they planning to give over the next few days? And it doesn't count hits on uh, the business stations, which uh, are un- are usually short-scheduled, and y- you won't know about them very much in advance. They just kind of show up on there. Um, but but let me go ahead and play this. So so you've heard Hainig talk about quantitative tightening. Let's play again the, the, the dis- discussions that uh, Al Arian was talking about. Let's play first. Cut. This is cut number two. I think the the I think right now the market is too optimistic on timing. You know, there's a almost 60% price chance priced in of a March cut, and it's too optimistic that we get almost 150 basis points. I think we're more likely to see the first cut in summer, and we're more likely to see closer to the 75 basis points that the Fed has signaled. Right. So there's that. But the question is then to go back to what 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 Hennig is saying. Where does quantitative tightening happen? How do you how do you reduce the Fed funds rate and at the same time continue to pull securities out of the system or push them back into the private sector and off your balance sheet because the Fed's trying to shrink its balance sheet? Let me let me quickly explain this. This is and I'm going to do this hour is going to be like a mini money and banking course for you. Uh, because I've got a few technical things I have to sort of get listeners to understand, to understand where the debate in the first part of 2024 is going to be. The Fed is currently on hold. It has rates at a high level at, at something that, that every Fed president and governor and the chair have all said is restrictive. At the same time, the Federal Reserve is pulling down the number of securities that it holds on its balance sheet, it's unloaded more than a trillion dollars of that. We now have the market saying there's going to be six or seven rate cuts in the next year. But because we don't have a futures market, we don't have a way of determining, I don't think there's a futures market, a prediction market in this yet. Probably should be. We don't know when the Fed's going to stop reducing the size of its balance sheet, right? So let me play, you know, let me play, I played you um, what's going on with going on with the interest rates. And, and, and let me go ahead and play, this is one other cut. This is Mohamed Alarian on Wednesday. Again, let's play cut number three. Yeah, and, and, and there's, a, there's a very active debate going on right now among economists on two things. One is to what extent is the Fed responsible for the reduction in inflation? And secondly, 
how do you define restrictive? So John Williams yesterday said it is restrictive, and he's looking at the real rate, and he's looking at the real rate versus neutral rate. If you look at the Chicago Fed, it suggests that financial conditions are as loose as they were in, in the beginning of 2022. So, you know, we're going to learn a lot during the year. But my sense is that if you don't validate at least the 75 basis points, you may end up getting quite an economic and financial reaction in particular. If if I look at the let me go, let me go pull up that piece of information, uh, the National Financial Conditions Index, which is relatively new, um, it is at negative point five one. Uh, and they are constru- it's constructed to have zero. It's about a half. In other words, it's about half a standard deviation in the loose category, which is as loose as it has been. As I look at the graphic, and I'm going to post this to you, it is as loose as it's been since uh, since, as he says, some middle of. Let's see. That's at four five. It's currently at five one. If I go find the last five one. February fourth, twenty twenty-two. So it's so it's as loose as it was two years ago. So nobody knows really where that where the Fed is. But we know in the middle of this, the Fed is pulling out is pulling out liquidity by in by getting banks to take on government debt and sending the and and not buying up that government debt using uh, um, monetary base to pay for it. Right. So. The question is, how do we turn this around? I'm going to repeat the Tom Hainick piece after this, and then we're going to turn. We're going to turn to uh, say, what did John Williams say, and what did we, and some other. We had three Fed presidents out saying some important stuff about something that you probably didn't even think about, even if you took your money in banking course 15 years ago. You didn't. You you, you haven't heard what you'll hear next on the King Banyan Show on the Biz 1440. Whether you're preparing for a typical Sunday morning or a special holiday service, you'll find an array of helpful, creative tools from Worship House Media. From countdown timers to sermon illustrations, visit worshiphousemedia.com. That's worshiphousemedia.com, a division of Salem Media Group. You can fish and support veterans at the 13th Annual Holes for Heroes Ice Fishing Tournament, February 10th on Medicine Lake in Plymouth. Enjoy food, kids' games, ceremonies honoring the military, and the multi-species fishing contest. Veterans get a free fishing hole, and non-veterans are just $20 per hole, including day-of tickets. All the fun starts at 11.30 a.m. February 10th. It's the 13th Annual Holes for Heroes. Get full details at fishingforlife.org. All of us love sports, but not all sports are created equal. College sports have big budgets, dedicated alumni networks, and corporate sponsorships. Professional sports have even deeper pockets. Millionaire owners, lucrative TV and radio deals, and merchandise sales. High school sports have you. Everyone agrees high school sports give us plenty of reasons to cheer. And now's a great time for us to give back. Supporting your hometown high school won't cost you much, but it will go a long way to ensuring the games we love the most are here to stay. Minnesota High School Sports. They're good for our kids, good for our community, and best of all, they're good for you. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. Arby's Computer Service. You and your business are online today more than ever. Most people are working from home and meeting via Internet, and that means IT structures are overtaxed and Wi-Fi is humming. An outage in one of your critical systems now could be a fatal blow to your operation. Arby's Computer Service is ready and able to help. Their staff is standing by and prepared to offer assistance. If your business IT system experiences a failure, give Arby's a call. Their professional team of certified computer and networking specialists is experienced in diagnosing and solving 
solving a wide range of issues. With Arby's Computer Service on the job, you'll never have to worry about dealing with IT-related issues on your own. Whether it's for your personal system or business, Arby's Computer Service knows that Internet traffic is surging, and they're available now to help. You'll always get competitive pricing, trustworthy advice, and excellent customer service from Randy and his team at Arby's Computer Service. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. This is McGruff the Crime Dog with an important message. Before you think about buying counterfeit products, think again. You're smart. Buy smart. Go for real. Learn more at McGruffPSA.org. This message is brought to you by the United States Patent and Trademark Office and the National Crime Prevention Council. Nobody knew what the lyrics meant, but they were fun to sing. We'll keep it up for a second. People got to hear a little bit of this. Oh, it, yeah. Okay, this is the longer version. Okay. Who knew what the lyrics meant? Yet you memorized them and you sang them, and they were great. Six five one two eight nine four four seven seven here, King Banyan Show, the Biz fourteen forty. I, I'm sorry, that song was fun. It was fun, not in that top ten list, not not like under pressure, but um, but certainly a fun song. My daughter, um, my daughter's been at a conference this past week, and she's, and this this is a smallish conference, more like a workshop, and um, and so this hotel has a karaoke machine and um oh i gotta go find this text hang on a second don't play this you don't have to play this song uh spencer just because i'm mentioning it uh but my daughter had a uh was singing the uh, on the karaoke machine and she says we're doing a disco song called star love and i'm like star love cheryl lynn star love i haven't heard that song in 40 years uh, not quite, it was, uh, uh, but uh, not quite. But I mean, that's a that's an old Soul Train song. That's the kind of that's the kind of music uh, uh, John Berg at uh, at Salem likes. He like he likes Star Love, um, and so the thought that my daughter would be in 2024 singing a disco song from the 1970s um, in a in a hotel in Canada just struck me as hilarious. Anyway, six five one two eight nine four four seven seven. So let me get, so so here. So let me first explain. Right, the Federal Reserve supports lower interest rates when it engages in quantitative easing. It's something we've learned. It's something that we never taught our money and banking students about pre Great Financial Crisis in two thousand eight. It was considered just you didn't really do this. Um. Partly through the 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 bill the TARP bill that was passed in two, late two thousand eight, and some other legislation in two thousand nine, the Federal Reserve validated two things: one, that it could buy these assets to hold for a long time; it expanded its it expanded to some extent its ability to hold these assets. Uh, um, this is an area where our frequent guest, Vern McKinley, is very valuable. He can explain exactly what the law, what TARP did, and then what did, what did the 2000, what happened with uh, the uh, American, uh, the ARRA or the, the Obama stimulus bill in 2009, which also expanded a couple things for the Fed. He can run through all that. Uh, that's fine. Um, the other thing it gave the ability to do was to gather to collect to pay interest on excess reserves it used to be the case it was for almost the first hundred years of the federal reserve's existence the federal reserve would tell banks that you must set aside some of your deposits in reserves that are either in vault cash or held at the federal reserve bank your nearest federal reserve district bank and it would be held in an account there. The Fed funds market is basically the trading of banks of that money that's in their accounts at the Federal Reserve. 
That's what a Fed fund is. It's a deposit by a bank at the Federal Reserve. So we would we would have you would have that. Right? But and you would be required to hold an amount. Anything above that could be there. It was called excess reserves, and it just sat there. The Federal Reserve did not pay interest on that until 2009. So when the Federal Reserve decided to pay interest in 2009, everyone that teaches money in banking, everyone, and particularly everyone that writes a textbook for money in banking, not me, I don't have a money in banking text. Um, I've thought about writing one, but I'm, I'm currently disinclined to write textbooks because they, that market is strange. Um, if I do, if I do, it won't be a book for money. It'll be a book for love. And frankly, I'm not going to be teaching money and banking myself for too many more years. So I don't expect that I'm going to, I don't expect I'm going to write one. Anyway, um, all the textbooks had to change, but there was another impact, which is that there are, there are transactions that were happening. There are other places in the financial markets that were bank like, Sometimes called shadow banks, sometimes, sometimes, sometimes called different fin- types of financial institutions, mutual funds, and, and so forth, uh, pension funds that had additional lots of liquidity that were participating in making loans in financial markets. The Fed wanted the ability to to keep, in order to control monetary policy, they needed to keep near banks shadow banks from stepping in and sticking a lot of liquidity into the system while the fed was trying to reduce the amount of liquidity coming out of banks themselves and so they created an uh, they created an instrument called uh, called an overnight reverse repurchase agreement okay that's a mouthful isn't it okay uh over, overnight reverse repurchase or repo agreement or repo facility. Okay. In, in 2021, there was, there was, so what, what it does basically, if you want to know how it works. Okay. I tweeted yesterday, a link to a New York federal reserve blog called Liberty street economics. Um, that explains the, the overnight RRP market. Okay. It's okay. Banks receive interest on on their reserve balances above the minimum, um, and so the Fed has this tool that it does to pay that reserve, and then wants to encourage banks to hold a lot of reserves. Pre two thousand eight, reserves were scarce. You had just enough to cover your requirement that the Fed gave you. And maybe a little bit extra as a buffer to be sure you can meet deposit outflows. But bank management, bank cash management was taught minimize that. Once the Fed started paying interest on on reserve balances, banks had to respond by going, oh, wait, I can earn money over here with the Federal Reserve. I don't have to have to do this. Okay, Um, And so and so they had that. But but for money market funds. Government-sponsored enterprises, primary dealers, and banks, you could now step in and buy a, a, buy a, a overnight repurchase agreement, meaning that you were going to sell your bond to the reverse repurchase agreement. You're going to buy a bond for the night, right, give your cash to the Fed, and the next morning, you were going to get your cash back with a just a scotch extra, which was interest that you were being paid on this overnight place. Because, again, only banks that are members of the Federal Reserve had access to interest on reserves, right, to the IORB payments. So this gave a broader range. Those who are not members of the Federal Reserve, okay, money market funds are not members of the Fed. Um, primary dealers are not members of the Fed, but they now had access to this cash. The 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 
instrument that's used to trade in that overnight reverse repurchase uh, facility are treasury securities. And so the Fed needed the ability to trade in and out of these to a greater extent than it had before. So its argument for why it needed a bigger balance sheet was we need treasury securities to trade with more more uh, um, counterparties than just the banks. And so we need a bigger balance sheet. Now, is this is this a bunch of, you know, it. It should make you cons- it should make you nervous to think that the that the Fed is more greatly interjecting itself into financial markets than it did in the past. But the lesson of two thousand eight, and to some extent the lesson of twenty twenty, and there's a couple other lessons in there um, in that period, has been the Federal Reserve is absolutely frightened that they might not have the ability to intervene broadly in the marketplace so it believes it needs a lot of reserves so you know a little bit about an uh, an overnight reverse repurchase agreement you know a little bit about how we pay interest on reserves okay that's going to set you up for understanding the rest of the show coming up right after this king banging show on the biz 1440 Camp Lejeune settlement message. On September 6th, the government announced it will soon begin providing fast, guaranteed settlements to Camp Lejeune Marines, families, and civilians. Awards will range between $100,000 and $550,000 with an option for higher amounts. If you or a loved one spent time at Camp Lejeune and suffered cancers of the bladder, liver, or kidneys, leukemia, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, Parkinson's, or kidney issues, you may qualify for compensation and could be paid within 60 days after accepting your settlement with your VA benefits fully protected. You may be in Entitled to a significant financial award for your Camp Lejeune claim, but you must act now. Call the James Harris Law Camp Lejeune Helpline now to get the compensation you deserve. We're already fighting for thousands harmed by the water at Camp Lejeune. Call now or you may forever lose your right to be awarded a settlement between $100,000 and $550,000. For your free evaluation, call 800-320-7171. That's 800-320-7171. 800-320-7171. Can your IRA stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is at our doorsteps? By allocating a percentage of your IRA into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from turbulent markets and economic downturns by putting your IRA back on the gold standard. Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA. The only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Call now for your free gold and silver report. Protect your IRA today with one simple phone call. And learn how to qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. Call Genesis Gold Group, empowering faith-driven stewardship. 800-949-8708. That's 800-949-8708. Looking for a new way to give back to your community, learn new skills, and make a real difference? Consider volunteering with your local fire department. The majority of U.S. firefighters and emergency responders are volunteers, answering the call when their community needs them. Be part of a dedicated team of volunteers who step up and protect their community from all types of hazards. You can be the difference. There's no typical firefighter. Anyone can volunteer to serve their community. Volunteering as a first responder is really about having the heart and drive to make a difference where it's needed most. Aside from helping your community and being there for those in need, being a member of the Volunteer Fire Service provides many benefits, including an opportunity to learn new skills and join a family that will serve with you, always have your back, and train you to be the best version of yourself. Your community needs you. Will you answer the call? Learn more and find a local volunteer opportunity at makemeafirefighter.org. That's makemeafirefighter.org. Sometimes I feel I've got to... 
like have my playlist, Spencer? Are you able to somehow monitor the last 40 songs I played on my iPhone? If so, Apple needs to talk to me because I've got to block that. I, I, I like being surprised. But, yeah, that's that takes me back to I, I mentioned I mentioned Cheryl Lynn and 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 and, and disco from the uh, from the 70s. Uh, by the time 1979 rolled around, I was working at uh, not. I take that back. 1980. I didn't didn't work this station my first year in Southern California, but my second year in Southern California, I was working at a radio station doing music, and I'm pretty sure I played that song oh three or four dozen times, and lots more times at home and since then. Six five one two eight nine four four seven seven. So here's the issue for me: is the Federal Reserve now is involved in these markets. They've broadened the number of people with whom they try to control interest rates and control liquidity. So they're not just talking to commercial banks. They're reaching out to primary dealers, mutual money market mutual funds, uh, you know, the government-sponsored entities uh, like Freddie and Fannie and the Federal Home Loan Bank Board and so forth. All of them are, are, are being manipulated in some sense by the Fed. To do that, you need a certain amount, you need a much higher uh, balance sheet full of securities than you currently have, than you than you had pre-pandemic. And over time, the amount that they they have traded in this secure in this level has risen up above a trillion dollars. Now, at the time that the New York Fed wrote the piece that I tweeted at you using the hashtag pound KBRS. Um, if at the time they wrote this, one of the people working at the system open market desk, who's a co-author of this piece, in fact, she was manager of the system open market desk at that time, is Lori Logan. Lori Logan is now the president of the Dallas Federal Reserve, and she is and she is uh, a voting member of the Fed. She was at the American Economic Associations, which happened down in San Antonio just this last week. And and she gave a speech uh, to the uh, International Banking, Economics, and Finance Association, which is a member of the Allied Social Sciences Association, which is spearheaded by the American Economic Association. I know that's confusing, but they have this umbrella organization called the ASSA that puts on the conference. That's all they really do. But they have a bunch of different groups that participate in it. The largest one is the American Economic Association but lots of other, like the American Finance Association and this much smaller group, also meet at the same time, take advantage of a coordinated conference uh, for all kinds of things. Um, so, so she quotes uh, a, a group of group of those financial services pieces that are are um, that that are out there. But then she speaks at length about. Um, about what's happened with the balance sheet. And I there's no recording of this. They didn't have a camera in the room. They had that camera. They didn't have a video in the room. So I can only read the speech that she gave. Uh this would have been back uh this would have been back uh on uh on Saturday uh last week. This okay. Turning to the Fed's balance sheet and policy implementation, we have reduced our securities holdings since mid-2022 at a brisk pace consistent with the principles and plans that the FOMC announced earlier that year. King says, that's quantitative tightening. That's what she's describing. While securities holdings have declined by $1.3 trillion, bank reserves have balances have actually risen by $350 billion to around $3.5 trillion. Because, that's because... Reduced balances in the Federal Reserve's overnight, re, overnight re, reverse repurchase agreement facility have more than offset the declines in security holdings. Increased Treasury issuance and a less uncertain in, a less uncertain interest rate path have contributed to the rapid ONRRP runoff by motivating money market funds to invest more in Treasuries. In other words. Part of the reason people are getting out of the reverse repurchase area is they're buying treasuries directly from they're buying tr- treasuries directly from the U.S. government, 
meaning that the Federal Reserve doesn't have to buy them and then put them into this facility. Okay. Um, this then means that they have fewer securities to be involved. The and so here's just another sentence in this in this law, very long talk. This was this was a long speech. The emergence of typical month-end pressures suggests we're no longer in a regime where liquidity is super abundant and always in excess supply for everyone. In the aggregate, though, as rate conditions demonstrate, financial system almost certainly still has more than ample bank reserves and more than ample liquidity overall. So she's saying, I think there's enough money out there, in there. So enough money out there. But she says, then two paragraphs later, she says, given the rapid decline of the ONRRP, I think it's appropriate to consider the parameters that will guide a decision to slow the runoff of our assets. In my view, we should slow the pace of runoff as ONRRP balances approach a low level. Normalizing the balance sheet more slowly can actually help get to a more efficient balance sheet in the long run by smoothing redistribution and reducing the likelihood that we'll have to stop prematurely. Remember, in 2019, and Logan was at the system open market desk back in 2019 when it happened, the market seized up because there wasn't enough treasury flow in the treasury bonds in the market to secure transactions for people borrowing there. The person who was her boss at that time was John Williams, who is who is then and now the president of the New York Federal Reserve. He gave us he was giving a talk to the National Association of Business Economists in D.C. Um, this past week and had these comments to say. This is first cut number 10. Our last meeting in December, the FOMC said it would continue to reduce its holdings of Treasury securities, agency debt, and agency mortgage-backed securities, as described in our framework uh, back in 2000, announced in 2022. The strategy and implementation of the reduction in our security holdings is working exactly as designed. Thus far, we've reduced our security holdings by about $1.3 trillion, with no signs of adverse effects on market functioning. In its plans, the FOMC said that to ensure a smooth transition, it intends to slow and then stop the decline in the size of the balance sheet when reserve balances are somewhat above the level it judges to be consistent with ample reserves. The somewhat above is important because it means they're going to stop. They're saying they're going to stop fairly soon. The Federal Reserve has yet to say anything about this. This is why I believe before you can think that there's going to be a rate cut, they're going to first announce that they're going to talk about slowing QT. Then they're going to tell you they are slowing QT. Then they're going to tell you they're thinking about a rate, a Fed funds rate cut. And then they'll make a Fed funds rate cut. Okay? If you want to do that math with me, the answer is four meetings before you get to the first rate cut, which takes you out into June. I don't think you can do a rate cut before then. And I don't think when, even then, if you start in June, unless you think they're going to do a 50%, 50 basis point cut, which would only happen if there was, there was signs of a really uh, a significant recession, or inflation drops rapidly, I cannot imagine that you're going to see six or seven rate cuts. Indeed, I think, I, I agree with Elariot, I think three is probably where they're going to land. But just understand, three is three doesn't mean the Fed's already decided on three. When you say the Fed decided on three, it's like, no, they didn't. They're all over the map on three. Three just happens to be the middle of middle of the map. Let's continue. This is again John Williams at the NABE meetings uh, last week. Cut number eleven. So far, we don't seem to be close to that point. The decline in securities holdings has been absorbed in almost entirely by a drop in the overnight reverse repurchase agreement facility. And as a result, aggregate reserve banks held at banks are little changed from their levels in mid-2022 when balance sheet reduction started. Looking ahead to this year, as the balance sheet continues to shrink and usage of the overnight reverse repo facility continues to decline, we will closely monitor money market conditions and the demand for reserves. 
meaning we're going to continue to, re- to to reduce. He's not saying that they're going to stop they're going to stop QT soon. He's saying it's time to th- he's saying it's time to think about it, but things have gone swimmingly so far. And again, I'll remind you. Lori Logan in Dallas worked for John Williams in New York. Okay, so they're very well aligned. The New York Fed is always always a member of the voting is a voting member of FOMC. Lori Logan is now a voting member of FOMC where she wasn't before. We're going to take a break here when we come back one more person who is currently a voting member of FOMC, although for or or will be as of as of 2 weeks from now, but only for 6 more months cuz she's about to retire. Loretta Mester coming up after this the King Banging show, The Biz 1440. What is your healing power? Maybe your healing power is helping veterans with PTSD, traumatic brain injuries, depression, anxiety, or loneliness is your healing power a simple heartfelt letter or being a volunteer it is estimated that over a half a million current warfighters will return from service diagnosed with ptsd and 22 veterans will commit suicide every day our veterans have paid the ultimate sacrifice for our country at healvets.org you can find out more about the healing power of pen pals volunteers therapy kits and more Discover your healing power at HealVets.org. Help Heal Veterans, together with you, has been helping one recovering veteran at a time. We are helping veterans heal together. What is your healing power? To find out about your power, visit HealVets.org. This PSA is sponsored by Help Heal Veterans. This is Dennis Prager. Now you can listen to my show when it's convenient for you. And without censorship from big tech, become a member of the ultimate online community for all things Prager. It's PragerTopia Unlimited. Listen to the show on demand when it's easiest for you. This includes every radio show, every segment, and every guest over the last 10 years. And it's commercial free. You can even share your favorite segments with your friends. Plus, you'll get the same email from Alan Estrin that I receive every night about the most important issues to read about. Pregatopia Unlimited members can also listen to every program, lecture, and course that is in the Prager store. Thousands of hours. You can even listen to all my Torah teachings for free. Share my passion for free speech. Join today and save 25% off the first year and get a free Pregatopia coffee mug. It's all things Prager, Pregatopia Unlimited. Go to Pregatopia.com or click the banner at DennisPrager.com. Colorectal cancer doesn't stop for COVID-19. Hello, I'm Dr. Cecilia Brewington. If you are age 45 or older, it's time to return to care and get tested. The government requires insurance companies to cover not only colonoscopy, but a range of tests, including virtual colonoscopy and other less invasive exams. Talk to your doctor about your options today. For more information on virtual colonoscopy, visit radiologyinfo.org. Hi everyone, this is Mary Carey from America's number one travel radio show inviting you to join Robert and me and Rudy each Sunday as we cover the ever-evolving world of travel and explore the world together on RM World Travel. Tune in this Sunday evening at 7. Salem Surround partners with your business to deliver custom digital marketing solutions. Surround your target audience wherever they engage, search, surf, socialize, or review to keep your business top of mind. Learn more at minneapolis.salemsurround.com. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, The Biz 1440. Good good afternoon. No, it's good morning still to you. I'm, I'm looking at a clock that's off an hour. I don't understand. My clocks are just a mess. Um, why can't we get a clock right? Don't understand. 651-289-4477. Number to call with questions and comments. I promised someone I'd answer a question for them. Let me let me do that. Uh from someone with a with a long name, long uh, Twitter handle that has letters that don't allow me to pronounce it, ask: Could you speak more about what would happen if the Fed would accept two and a half or three 
3.8%, I take it, inflation as the norm. My guess is higher interest rates for mortgages, government borrowing, and consumer debt would also be proportionally higher. Also, people would probably expect higher pay. Correct on all of that, right? You're correct on all of that. Um, Here's the thing, right? The Fed will tell you they're not doing it right up to the day before they do it because it's not in their interest as sort of hint we're thinking about whether or not to move to two and a half, three. Now, there'll be no, 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 yes, like my coach did when I would hit, shoot a jump shot. Because um, I made I made some of them. I mean, come on. I didn't miss them all. But there'll be no, 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 yeah, okay. Uh, so it's very unlikely that we're going to see anybody talk about, you, you won't see a Fed governor or president, and you won't see... You won't see um, anybody outside of perhaps Lael Brainerd, the chair of the National Economic Council and former Fed vice chair. She's probably the only person that I could think of who might have the willingness to step out and say the Fed should think about its targeting procedures and, 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 and even what its target is. She might say something to that effect. I don't think she would because um, she, she would catch a lot of grief for that, but she might she's had some things she said on i swear to god she the poor thing this is this has happened to everyone that goes to work for the government be it republican or democrat every economist i like when i see them go into the white house i'm like oh, you're going to end up being told you have to say something that you don't like that you know damn well you shouldn't be saying and it happens it just does um as as promised loretta mester who is uh, who is in the process of retiring at the end of June, from her longtime position as president of the Cleveland Federal Reserve, um, was was on uh, was on I believe this was on Bloomberg uh, with comments uh, this this week about the same issues we've been discussing, uh, particularly thinking about about QT and about and about the timing of rate cuts. Let's play this cut number seven, please. We've really seen this discernible progress on the inflation, but the December CPI report shows that the job isn't done yet and that we're on the FOMC, as you know, are committed to finish the job um, of getting inflation back to our 2% target. But but the important thing to realize is that that disinflation that's been happening has happened while the labor market conditions remain healthy. So that's given us an opportunity, I think, to, to really, you know, look at where the economy is going, how it's going to evolve um, at the beginning of the year and really assess, right, whether the economy is evolving as um, we expect it to. And this is this is the point back to the question I just addressed is the Fed has no reason to say two and a half or three percent as long as it doesn't incur a major recession and, and a rapidly rising unemployment rate, as long as the labor market stays where it is right now. The Fed doesn't have to say anything as we're making progress toward our 2% goal. Notice we're not making progress to attain our 2% goal by a given date, point in time. They're just saying toward, which is a ton of wiggle room for the Fed to decide what it wants to hit. Now, regarding the, regarding the other issue that we talked about this hour in terms of, of the balance sheet, we get to this. This is cut number eight from uh, Loretta Mestre on Thursday. My own forecast is that we'll continue to see inflation move down this year. We won't get to our 2% goal this year, but we'll see continued progress. Um, and we'll see continued progress in the product side of the market of getting things into better balance and on the labor market, getting supply and demand into better balance there. So basically, still arguing for normalization uh, and so forth. Um, I, she's still, and so again, she's not going to get off the two percent target until until conditions change, where she actually has to make a real choice. Right now, there's no reason to make the choice about two and a half or three, uh, and, and we're not there. Now let's play this. This is cut number nine. John, I think, rightly pointed out um, when he gave his remarks earlier this week that the, the, you know, 
the balance sheet reduction is going as it's been planned. And we did announce when we announced that start of that in May and the plan in May 2022 that at some point as the balance sheet and reserves come down, we're going to want to sort of reduce the pace of the reduction and, you know, normalize. But we're still we still have a lot of reserves in the system. So we don't have to do that imminently at all. I think there's time. And we'll be, I'm sure this year will be when we start having the conversations of what that plan would look like. And as we also committed to is we'll make sure that um, market participants and the public know what the plan is well before we implement it. And, and that's staking out a position. There's a, now you're going to hear, and I think this will be what you hear in the markets this week. You will hear more about quantitative tightening. You will hear more about the need for ample reserves. you probably going to hear about overnight reverse repurchase agreements, okay? That's why you listen to my show, because I'm going to actually teach you how to listen smartly to this, okay? Mester, who is hawkish on inflation, is going to push them toward going slowly and i do believe the fed has to at least start the process of reducing the runoff of their balance sheet before they can start to reduce the rate uh, the, the the fed funds rate okay they haven't even set it up yet they as as williams and mester both point out um in december you know less than a month ago the fed just said we're going to continue to run off the balance sheet the rate we were before. They can't go from there to zero immediately. I don't think it makes sense. I haven't. I, 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 there's no good research on this. I don't think it makes sense for them to start reducing rates before they stop the runoff. And I think that has to take them three or four meetings before they can get all the way there. And so that's why I believe that you can't think that there's going to be five, six, or seven rate cuts this year it's simply the timing is wrong either that or the fed's going to enter this very weird state where they're going to be tightening they're going to be loosening credit on the one hand but at the same time raising interest rates through balance sheet runoff at the same time that actually doesn't make any sense at all so i believe i believe that the fed can't do that and you're going to hear a lot more about this. So I suspect I've just told you what's coming next week. My ears will be tuned through the week to that kind of conversation. I hope you'll be here with me. Thank you, Spencer, for your work down there Work down there at the Mothership. And we'll see you next week here on the King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-260-1792. 800-260-1792. That's 800-260-1792. What is dedication? I am the father of a nine-year-old little girl and a six-year-old little boy. And I find fatherhood both relentlessly challenging and relentlessly rewarding. My daughter is biological and my son is adopted. I love them both so much. From the morning when you wake up to putting them to bed at night, and every moment in between, it really is so special. And boy, is it exhausting. One thing that I fear about being a parent is the future for my children. I think a parent's job is to protect our children, but also prepare them for the world so they become good, kind human beings. But I'm also hopeful that the future holds a more inclusive and compassionate world for them. That's dedication. 
Find out more at fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. There are no words to describe it. The isolation. The boredom. The loneliness. If you're wondering where your teenage son or daughter's spirit went, you're hardly alone. The past year has been devastating, especially for them. But here's the good news. They might just find it again, playing high school sports. Workouts that stimulate, teammates and coaches that care, the sense of belonging so many of us have been missing lately. That's what school sports are all about. The sense of achievement is real, and the camaraderie is hard to beat. Coping with uncertainty is difficult, but school sports can help the teenagers in your family start feeling like themselves again. Encourage them to give it a try. High school sports, it's so much more than a game. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. Business and investing talk each day. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.